T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Going! Going! The big leagues. Going! Going! And the MLB to Portland. Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into the hot corner. Special little post Ducks Insider from 8 to 9 tonight is just us, but we are here as we always are on a Wednesday. Uh, duck season starts, so some of these are going to come around from now and then, so stay tight. Mike and I are going to do the best we can to keep this show running. One thing I will say real quick for all of you Ducks fans out there still listening to uh, this tiny little baseball show that we love to do every Wednesday from 7 to 9 normally. Uh, all of you Ducks keep coming to me and asking me if I want to put money on the Oregon-Wazoo game this year, and that is a hard no for two reasons. One, we don't bet on Wazoo. That's okay. cardinal rule number one. It is weird to bet on your own team. I feel like that's a big no-no. It's a faux pas. And number two, why do I need to engage with people that clearly have no chance to beat my team? Well, okay. I know you've won, what, five years in a row now? but That would be correct. Four. Oh, you I, you were actually going to allow the fifth year to slip through. No, I, I corrected. I just wasn't paying attention. We know you love your Wazoo. I don't love my wazoo. I was born into it. <laughs> you are your wazoo. There you go. You exist as Washington State University. Exists. I am wazoo. You are literally crimson. Yes. Inside, outside, around, different parallel universes. Hey, man, if you slit a duck's throat, it'll bleed crimson. Uh, man, just a way to kill all the audience that we just got from that preseason show. All right, all right. How about this? If you slit a husky's throat, it'll bleed crimson. Better? Now they're all happy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can all you can all get together in your hatred of the ducks or of the huskies, I should say. Nah, I'm good. Okay. But yeah, four straight years winning. I don't want to root for a team that has been defeated in a full recruiting cycle. Washington State at Autzen this year. At Autzen this year. So a little bit of a tougher game. Justin Herbert returning. Questions at quarterback for you? Is there another Gardner Minshew coming to Pullman? Yeah. Yeah. He's from up the street at Eastern. Let's do it, baby. You actually, do you think the Cougs are going to be that good again this year? Yeah. Honestly, without the without the bias. Yeah, we're going to lose to somebody we shouldn't. And, and then um, have the North in our control and then lose to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> like the last three years. That's like 20. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it sure does feel that way. It does feel that way, yeah. Anyway, uh, we are, uh, this is the hot corner. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher behind the glass. Uh, like I said, we will uh, have to kind of deviate around kind of Ducks Insider stuff. 
uh, throughout the throughout the college football year, but we will do our best to keep this little show running. A lot to get to today, and I kind of want to just dive kind of straight into it. But before you do that, if you want to text the better you today, text line 55305, that bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. You can also find us on social media. I'm at PDD085. On Instagram, you can find Mike at Mike Lynch27 on Twitter. Joe Fisher is on Twitter as well. Joe Fish3, that's F-I-S-C-H-3. Three harasses. We love it. Also, Beers on Us drops tomorrow. That's our podcast about craft beer in the Portland area. Uh, that'll drop tomorrow at four o'clock. We and beyond. And beyond. Well, that'll drop tomorrow at four. This week's episode about uh oatmeal stouts. We did get a text, although I think it's voice to text. It says, Why would you not bet on your own team, not vote on your own gym, as the text says? Maybe he likes Pokemon. Who knows? If there's anything that you would have the most intel on or the most faith in, because you know them so well, it would be your own team. Just curious. Uh the reason I do that is because I don't want the extra stress of that uh when I'm looking at a game or watching a game of my own team. I just want to focus on my own team's game. I don't want the stress of the bet. And yeah, I might have more intel, but I'm not going to make that bet. I, with, I just can't do it. For me, I just can't do it. I'm with you 100%. Also, uh, mine's a big thing about the spread. Like, if Cougs are favored to win by, you know, or favored to, I don't know how the best way to explain this. If the Cougs are favored to win by 13 over Oregon, and I'm like, uh, that's a little steep. I don't want to be rooting against my team. Right. You don't want to bet Oregon plus 13. Right. And rooting for a three-point win for the Cougs. Exactly. You want the Cougs to win by 90. That's why I don't play fantasy football. It's like we're playing, I'm, as a as a former Chargers fan, we're playing the Broncos this week. Um, I really hope Peyton Manning throws four touchdowns, but we win. And it's like, no, I don't want my defense giving up four passing touchdowns. That is certainly a negative uh, of fantasy football. You just got to hope your team is either really good or really bad. Because if your team is really bad, it doesn't matter, right? right? If your team is really good, they'll be good. So who cares if they give up three touchdown passes? They'll still probably win because they're good. When you're in the middle, like I am right now as a Bronco fan, where they're like a six, seven, eight win team, it's kind of awful. Like you're yeah. like you're like, oh, I've got last year I had Melvin Gordon and he had like three touchdowns against Denver, and I was like, yeah, no, yay, <laughs> yay no, yeah, no, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like baseball. That's one's so tough. It's like, oh man, I'm throwing. That's, I'm throwing, gosh, why can't I think of a... Uh, Are you about to say Daisuke Matsuzaka? <laughs> no, I was about to say Hideki Matsui. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I'm throwing Tanaka, but he's playing the Indians today. Well, I hope he pitches eight innings of one-run game and the Indians win 1-0. It's like, <laughs> no, I don't want that at all. I want the Indians to win 55-0. to 19-4 like they did the other day. Oh, Kali Dokali, let's get into this bad boy. First off, big news out of Boston, as it sounds like, for the moment... Chris Sale will avoid the dreaded Tommy John surgery as he got a second opinion from also dreaded words, Dr. James Andrews, who said that surgery was not needed at this time. So he shut down for the rest of the season. I don't know about you, Mike, but I feel like this is just a ticking time bomb waiting to happen. Well, it's been a ticking time bomb since he got originally hurt last year. Yep. And, they started this spring training by going, well, we're just going to go ahead and not pitch you in spring training to keep your workload down. And then he started the year really poorly, which most people blamed on the fact that he didn't pitch in spring training because he didn't get his, his routine, his warm-up going. He then kind of got it. About last month or so, he was mostly on. Now, he hasn't been exactly the same Chris Sale this year at all, even when he was good, but because uh, he had r random games where he'd give up nine runs or six runs here. 
and you're like, oh, he's got it back. And then the injury hits. Yep. And now I feel like we've seen this before where pitchers have come back from this UCL injury, not undergoing Tommy John surgery. Masahiro Tanaka is a good example. You just mentioned him. Yep. He has a partially torn UCL and has not undergone surgery and has not actually been hurt since then in the elbow. Mm -hmm. So David Price also went through something similar. And and some people were skeptical that, you know, you got lucky with Price. Right. You're not going to get lucky twice. Well, I mean, you you can still get lucky twice, but it does affect the pitcher. I mean, Tanaka hasn't been exactly the same since then. Price obviously has not been the same since then. Still good, but not the same. And I don't know. I mean, the problem for the Red Sox is sales extension kicks in next year. Yeah. His massive money, like 30 mil a year extension starts next year. Mm-hmm. So. Hell of a time to get Tommy John, right? Avoiding surgery is good because you can get him to pitch next year. But maybe you wanted him to get Tommy John so that he has the surgery, he has the full year of recovery, then you still get three, I think it's three more years under the extension of hopefully back to good Chris Sale. Well, and I think one thing that is so difficult about this is that next year is going to be a pretty big make-or-break year for the Red Sox. And, you know, Mookie Betts is going to be going into the last year of his deal and in no extension seems to be on the horizon you know, the Red Sox are never going to blow it up. That's not Dombrowski's route. They're not going to do that. But they're going to be posed with some difficult decisions. And I wonder if it would be more beneficial as for the Red Sox organization to just shut them down, get the surgery now, and who knows? What if you have a good offseason? You sign some free agents, make some deals. Bets does stay and you're looking like a playoff push, and who knows, maybe you could pull sale out of the bullpen come late September, early October. You know, I feel like this is going to be, we're going to get in, we're going to be, Mike, you and I are going to be sitting in these chairs in May going, and the lead story of the day is Chris Sale's going to have Tommy John. Yeah. So not only is he going to be gone for the for all of 2020, but he's going to miss some time in 2021. I wonder if it's just, just do it now Is is my... Is kind of the route I would go. I guess that would. I, that's why I said I, I think the Red Sox might have hoped that was was the case. But if you're looking at it purely financially, and you're saying we're going to lose so much money, we're not going to get any return on our investment this year if he's out for the entire year, I think you might want to take that risk because you have seen pitchers come back from this without flaming out completely. Right. And of all the doctors you trust, Doctor James Andrews is the one you trust the most. Truth. And he says you do not need surgery. So I'm leaning towards believing him and thinking sale will be ready to go at the beginning of next year. And I'm assuming they'll have to manage his innings a little bit and maybe give him a random DL stint for a back strain or something like that to kind of keep him going. But I mean, it's tough because up until this year, I mean, sale was an amazing pitcher. Cy Young candidate pitcher every single year. Every year. I had so, to watch him in Chicago for years, and it drove me nuts. I feel like if you're the Red Sox, you're just saying, let's hope that he this year was a fluke and we can get it back. Because I, Although I, I personally think there's something up with him, and maybe it's mental at this point, or maybe the teams have figured him out a little bit or something. I don't know. Or arm angle. I have no idea. But the Red Sox are looking at it and going, we have had one down year, and how long has he been in the MLB? Eight years now? Nine years? Something like that. Nine yeah. great years. Let's look at this as an outlier and hope for the best. That's probably how the Red Sox are looking at it. I just think it's just such a big investment. You know, I'd rather lose him for one year than almost two. Well, the Red Sox have a lot of issues right now money-wise because 
David Price still signed. Yavaldi just signed that massive deal, and he's oh, been hurt. And that looks like a terrible deal right now. Hurt and not great. Uh, sales extension's about to kick in, and you've got almost no, as far as I know, you don't have a great farm system for pitching prospects. So you're kind of you're kind of stuck. Yeah. And I think that's why they want Sale to pitch next year, because what else would they have? Yeah. Oof. We'll Every keep... guy they've brought up to try to bring up to, to do that has not been very good. Well, with, and we'll finish on this. With sales shut down for the rest of the year, I mean, I don't think any of us ever believed, but this is it. They're done, right? I think so. No playoff chance. I mean, slim, but much less likely, yeah. The AL, we'll talk about the wild cards on the show today, but the AL is much less competitive than the NL in terms of the wild card race. So any team has a chance. Their offense is still absolutely bonkers. Right, but so Porcello can, hasn't looked good. You never know what you're going to get with Price. Eovaldi can't stay healthy. Did they win today? Last I checked, they were down. F- nope, they lost 5-2. to two. Yeah, yeah, Bryce hit a home run that's on the interstate right now. Still off of Porcello, too. Yeah, so I think this is the nail in the coffin for the Red Sox in the 2019 series. And before you text in on the Better UTX sign, 55305 Red Sox fans, I get it. You won a World Series last year. A lot of this doesn't matter to them because they won the World Series, you know? You still suck this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mike mentioned it. When we come back, let's dive in to give you a wild card update as that is what's kind of going on, what's kind of catching everybody's attention right now as the Yankees and A's are in a game right now. Mike Byers looks to be pitching quite well. So we'll do the American League first. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Man up. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Eight seventeen here, Portland sports leader. Don't you forget it. Short one-hour episode today of the Hot Corner. It'll happen from time to time, but we're good. We good. We good, baby. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, last year we got moved because of the Mario Cristobal coaches show to eight to ten. I don't know when that is going to be this year. If it's not on Wednesday, we'll be good to go seven to nine every Wednesday. Dear Mario, Tuesday is the best day. Yes, Monday or Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're busy. Yeah. Well, I don't really care about Thursday or Friday. Well, Friday is high school football, yeah, I don't and then Thursday is the Nemec show. Tuesday it is. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything rude. I like Andrew Nemec. I just don't like the Ducks, that's all. Well, it's a recruiting show. Well, cool. <laughs> Slide into your DMs, baby. What? <laughs> uh, we're getting into oh, the... Oh, 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 Getting into Slowing the... Slowing the uptake today. Sorry, fellas. Getting into the wild card situation that's going on right now uh let's start in the american league where cleveland is only a half game up on tampa who is i mean only six and four in their last games cleveland's four and six they've had you know a tough series against the mets uh split with the yanks but it looks like this race i mean it's a three-team race with oakland just a half game behind tampa two games out of the win column but this could be a down to the wire race right now Absolutely. It's it's I'm still including the Red Sox, but seven games out feels like a little bit insurmountable at this point. But, you know, they are they're on the very, very fringes of still being relevant. They suck. But yeah, in terms of I'm going to include the twins in this, too, because you guys are what you said, two games back at the twins. Three, three, three after today. So twins, Indians, Rays, A's. Only one of those teams is going to miss. Out Let's of go, the, baby. Out of those teams, who would you who would you most like to miss? Who would you rather not see in the playoffs? I don't want to see Oakland. You don't? 
No. I feel like Oakland's always wanna, a cool story. I know. I don't want to see Oakland because Bob Melvin gets that team ready to go at the playoffs all the time. And to be honest, I mean, even though I just mentioned, you know, their struggles recently, I wouldn't want to see Cleveland either. I'm not saying that as a homer either, but Carrasco's about to pitch. Kluber's making a rehab stint, although it is, you know, has been pushed back a little bit. But that rotation, you might have the option of Clevenger, Bieber, Kluber, Carrasco. I mean, that's a team I don't really want to see. No, you know what I mean. But I, I'm th- talking. I'm talking about this, not in terms of who you're playing. As a baseball fan, who do you not want to see in in the playoffs? Oh, I don't want to see Tampa. You don't want to see Tampa. No, I think I don't want to see Tampa because they're not the full strength Tampa we got excited about in the early part of the season. That's true, but yet they keep winning. Yeah, they keep they keep Still winning. in the wild card spot. I, I I think because I'm an AL East person, I'd like to see Tampa make it because part of me has a little soft spot for the Rays. Yeah. Like, it's been really hard for me this year with the Red Sox not being the second best team in the AL East to say, like, F the Rays. Like, when the Rays lose, I'm not like, yes. Yeah. Even though the Red Sox are now, like, 19 games back. Every time they lose, I'm like, yes, they lost again, even though it's mm. irrelevant now. The Rays uh, came back to beat the Mariners today, and I was like, oh, cute. Right, because like I kind of such a jerk. Because I kind of like the Rays. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like I kind of like them. It's easy to kind of like other people in your division when you have 27 World Series titles, is what you're saying. I, I hate don't, the Blue Jays. I don't like anybody in our division. Although I might start to like the Blue Jays because they got a lot of likable players. But uh, we'll see how they go as they get better and better. Because I used to like the Blue Jays players until they got too good. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the Rays. I think I would pick the A's as the team I'd most like to not see. Because I just, there's only a couple of players in that team that I really like to watch. Their pitching staff is not sexy. Their bullpen is whatevs. Good, but not exciting. I mean, it's it's Matt Chapman and it's Matt Olson and I like Matt Chapman. That's about it that I care about. So throw Mike Fires. AJ Pook just got called up. We'll see. I'm gonna go ahead and say if I had to choose a team I don't want to see, it's them. Although if I have to choose a team that I think will miss, it'll be Tampa. Because Tampa, you're right, is not the same team as they were early in the year. They are, they're they're treading water. They're staying afloat. The head is above the water. But Minnesota, Cleveland, and Oakland, I think, are better than Tampa. Right yeah, now. I don't. I, I'm with you on that. I don't think the Twins. I don't think the Indians catch the Twins to win the Central. The Twins just won't stop hitting home runs. It's driving me crazy. But they literally won't stop hitting home runs. So I like the Twins to kind of eke that out. Which, yeah, I'll take Cleveland against Oakland in a wild card game which is probably awful televised baseball for Major League Baseball. Oh, they would hate that. They're, yeah. they're definitely going to hate that. They would love to see Boston come on strong, but that ain't going to happen because they suck. Um, but, yeah, I'll take Cleveland and Oakland in a one-game playoff. Who knows, man? Who knows? I think the real question is, <clears throat> as we see, you know, I think you and I both agree, and I think a lot of people out there probably agree it's probably Cleveland, Oakland. Uh, if you're Cleveland or Oakland, who do you want to have the best record in the American League? We were talking about this off air. Do you want the Yankees or do you want the Astros? That's really tough. I think you want the Yankees. I think you want the Yankees too. Because the pitching staff isn't as good and they didn't do anything to address it except for maybe get Severino back at the end of the year. So you're going into a series against Verlander Cole Granke. We're going into a series against... Tanaka, Herman, Paxton, Severino combination. I'd much rather see the Yankees than I would. And it's probably going to be in in a five-game series, it'd be like Cole, Granke, Verlander, Cole, Granke. Right. With Verlander out of the pen. Right. Something like that. Like, no thanks at all. That sounds terrible. Right. 
That that to me right now sounds worse than Glavin Maddox Smoltz. You know, like I'm not interested in that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that pitching staff is terrifying. So <laughs> I would if if you're a team in the American League, you do not want to play the Astros unless you're in the ALCS and playing them to try to get to the World Series. Which you got a little help today. Carlos Correa on the DL. And that, uh someone else went on the IL for oh uh Aaron Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez went on the IL too. Yeah, and so if if you're one of these wildcard teams fighting, you know, that's I guess kind of exciting to think you have a better shot at the Yanks. With Correa gone, I mean, he's one of the best players. Here's the thing. The Yankees and the Astros are so close at the top of the AL, you don't know who's going to win. That is true. The Yankees are two in the win column, three in the loss column, so two and a half up on Houston. And, I mean, that could change in a blink. So, I mean, the Yankees are playing the A's and the Dodgers right now, and not very well, mind you. (laughs) So, the, the Astros could very quickly this week retake first place, and then all of a sudden you're recalculating that argument right i want to deviate for a quick sec from this uh american league wild card update and i want to ask you about carlos correa this is year number two in a row heavy dl stints same back issue is there a massive cause for concern being blamed for a massage yeah is there a big if you're an astros fan is is this scary i think a little bit i mean he's still young and you don't want a young player to start creating chronic injuries that will affect him the rest of his career i think if you're an astros fan you're happy that you've got three other guys that you trust as long-term players in altuve and in springer and i'm going to add jordan alvarez to that list as well and oh four and bregman that have not had injury issues although altuve has had some stints on the il too but um springer plays so hard that every once in a while he I think you're concerned about Correa, but because your team is so dang good, it does it doesn't concern you in the same way as it would if you were Lindor on the Indians. Well, right? I'll tell you what, as a fantasy owner that is banking on Carlos Correa and Jacob deGrom, I am scared S-less. <laughs> like, no. Okay, I'll start Marco Simeon. No. Two-run home run today. Oh, nice. Yay. I, I think you did. I mean, you're in last, so it doesn't matter. Yay. But... <laughs> Which league? Both of them. Yay! <laughs> I don't know. I'm worried. I really like Carlos Correa. And, you know, back injuries, you know, the back is the one of those things, you know, you can surgically repair your UCL on your elbow and, you know, you can, you know, get your get your ACL going back again. But it's like Achilles and back, man. That stuff I feel like just never goes away. Yeah. I mean, I not that I'm an athlete, but... I dealt with a a back injury a couple of years ago where it didn't cause me pain. It just caused me numbness in my leg, my right leg, actually both legs. And I went through physical therapy for it. And I, you know, I, I didn't need surgery or anything, but for the most part, it's gone away. But every once in a while, it'll crop back up and be like, Hey, remember me? Remember Your me? nerves getting squeezed again. Good luck. And it's just really, really annoying. It does. It has not gone away. Mm. Better, much better, but not away. Much better, but not away. All right, Oakland's playing the Yanks right now. It's top of the fifth inning. is 4-1. We got a Mike Fires versus a Jay Happ. Jay Happ's right giving up two home runs because, of course, he has. And I started Jay Happ today because that's what last place teams do. <laughs> you should not even have him on your last place team. He's so bad. What, what else, who else am I going to go get? Dude, I've been streaming pitchers that are bad. I added Chase Anderson, and he got like 183 RA in two innings the other day. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, Wrong choice. When you're in last place, Mike, the effort it takes to stream pitchers 
just Uh-oh. ain't coming across. You're like, the Jay Happ, you're up, baby. I know. It's your turn, my five, man. 5 5 1 ERA, giving up three home runs a game. I'll put you in my lineup. Pay no attention to the fact that I dropped Sonny Gray for you three months ago, but, you know, hey, what up, dude? It's your time, man. You're a Yankee, dude. Earn some pinstripes. Hey, that kind of mistake is what makes you finish in last. <laughs> I know. Dropping Sunday Gray. What an idiot. All right, when we come back, we'll check in on the National League as that. There's some crazy stuff going on, especially if you're a team in the Central. We'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Um. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back into the Hot Corner. After dark. It is getting to be after dark. There is still some, I mean, it's cloudy today, but there's still some brightness in the sky. I don't know if we can officially say we're after dark, but we're pretty, pretty close. I like it after dark. We're almost there, Patrick. Give it like two more weeks. We'll be after dark. Okay. Uh, Sliding over into the National League. The much more intriguing of the wild card races. The much more intriguing of the wild card. There is one. There is one, two, three, four, five teams, I would say, in it. I guess you could stretch that to seven, and we'll call it eight if you count the central leading St. Louis Cardinals. I think you'll say eight. Yeah. Eight. So you've got Washington currently with a one and a half game lead over Chicago. Should the season end today, that would be your wild card game. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies are a game and a half back of the Cubs. Some team in Queens called the Metropolitans are somehow in this race. At a game and a half back as well. Brewers three and a half back. Arizona four and a half. San Francisco four and a half. Do you think it was a good idea for San Francisco to not sell at the deadline? Nope. <laughs> Whoopsies. I mean, that's what I said on the show. You were out that week, but I, I made the argument. Still sell and hope that you can make the playoffs because you're going to get a win-win out of it. Yeah. I mean, but you didn't sell. You kept everybody for the most part. And you're just kind of like on the edge of being in the playoff hunt and you're a mediocre 500. Whoopsies. Good job, guys. Yeah, that was not 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 the best the best move on that end. Um, but what I find so interesting about this, and we'll get to the central in a minute, um, is how the National League East is still in this. Because I want to say maybe a month ago we were sitting here and I was like, East, what a joke. We were so excited about this this division at the beginning of the year. What were the, you know, we didn't have high expectations for the Mets, but we had decent expectations with that pitching staff. I think I remember saying they'll be in it, but they'll be clearly the fourth best team in the division. Right. And the Phillies were loaded. You know, the Nationals were the Nationals, just minus Bryce. And that looked good. And then about a month ago, it was like, wow. And the Braves, don't forget. And Well, we knew the Braves were going to be kind of the cream of the crop. We were like, oh, the Nationals have a terrible bullpen and they're really garbage. Um, the Mets are a hot dumpster fire, and Philly is disappointing. Now, there we sit. All of them are in it. All of them are in it. Philly no longer disappointing. Uh, well, still disappointing, but actually hitting again, which is nice. Uh, the Mets somehow still trucking along back in the race. The Nationals have... Gosh, I can't believe that. 
how about Davey Martinez going right. from the hot seat to like actually being a good manager all of a sudden? Right. It's amazing how quickly that happened. Like maybe manager of the year. Maybe. And then as we talked about, the Braves are really good. So the NL East is super fascinating. I think the NL Central is slightly more interesting because the top three teams are really close to each other. Well, I think the NL Central is more interesting because someone, anyone can win that division. Right. That's what I mean. But the the NL East was hyped and then boring and now good again. And I'm not going to lie. I don't fully understand how any of these three teams, the Nationals, Phillies, and the Mets have turned it around the way that they have. Like I've, I've seen the Nationals. I've, I've looked at their box scores. I've, you know, I've followed all the teams and I'm trying to kind of get a gauge onto why all of a sudden they're, because the Nationals were left for dead, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they had like a an all-players-only meeting. And I mean, we were kind of laughing about should they trade Max Scherzer. He was on the block near the deadline. Yeah. And then they went on a hot streak, and they won, and they and they kept playing. I mean, they can hit. That's the thing is the Nationals can hit, and they actually started to hit again. And look at their lineup. Their lineup is loaded. So great. So Juan they, Soto, Victor Robles. I mean, remember there was Trey big, Turner on there Anthony Rendon. There was big talk of trading Anthony Rendon, and they didn't. They went and got some bullpen help, and here they are. Well, their bullpen is still an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, complete right. trash. They added help, but it has not helped. And that's going to be the biggest bugaboo for them is they, if they're leading a game late, if they make a wild card game, they better hope Max Scherzer goes eight innings because they got nothing. They, got they nothing. better hope he goes nine innings. Yeah. They've got nothing. Even their good pitchers suck this year. Sean Doolittle's been lit up like a hundred times already. Good gravy. He sucks. And he's their best reliever. He sucks. So at least on, on paper. So that to me is, is a really big concern for them. So I, I still am a little confused as to how they got good because the bullpen's still so bad. The Phillies have been just kind of a middle road, middle of the road team. And we talked about and joked about Charlie Manuel coming back and all of a sudden they're hitting. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that's part of the reason why they're, they're getting back into the playoff hunt. The Mets, I truly don't understand. I really don't understand. Mickey Callioli was an absolute joke. Ooh, easy. As a manager. Easy. He was. All right, fair. And now all of a sudden they just keep winning and hitting and pitching well. And it's like, wait, what happened? Right. You didn't do anything. What You didn't trade anybody. What happened? You got Marcus Stroman. That's it. Yeah, and that's not even been the big key. No. It's been the kids. Yeah. Um, J.D. Davies, or what's his name? Davis. Davis. Yeah, that kid's killing it right now. Yep. Kept hitting bombs against my Indians, you know, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how that, that pans out, but that's interesting. Uh, let's let's span to the question we kind of posed in the American League. Which team do you want to see make it? I want to see the Phillies make it. Yeah? Just I mean, because the star power? Oh, yeah. We haven't it, even gotten to the Central yet. Well, and, and we can choose two teams here, too. So I want to see the, the Cubs and the Phillies make it for the star power. Could you imagine a Cubs-Phillies game? at Wrigley for the wild card to play the Dodgers in the first round. Oh, baseball would like that a lot. Well, so would I, I right? Think they would like that a lot. I think, I mean, I, I think the Nationals are fun. I don't think the Mets are fun. I think the Brewers kind of suck. The Diamondbacks kind of suck and the Giants kind of suck. Dude, the Brewers are awesome if you don't have to like throw out starting pitching or bullpen or anything. Yeah, that's true. That bullpen's kind of taking a hit. Yeah. I just love my boy. Um, Christian Yelich. Yeah. So I, I want the Cubs and Phillies because, oh, my God, that wild card game would be amazing. And I don't want the other teams. I'm pretty – I'd be okay with the Nationals, but beyond that, I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm done. You know what I think it is? And we'll slide over to the National League Central with this. I'll bet you it's the Nationals and the Cardinals in the wild card game. And the Cubs win the division in the Central? Yeah. 
I'd be okay with that, too. I mean, the Cardinals are not a sexy team to watch. God, they're so boring. But they're the Cardinals. Yeah, and, le- I mean, Jack Flaherty would throw. and Is he still their number one starter? I don't know, but you would throw him. In his last nine starts, he has a sub-one ERA. Well, and then, he's, you, well and he, then you would throw him. And I don't think he's walked anybody. Well, cross it off. <laughs> this guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking now because I – I feel like Flaherty was really kind of in the middle. Yeah, he for was early part of the year. He was, and then check his last nine starts. Yeah, his ERA is down to three four six. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's him or, or Michaelis or however you. Say, I can never remember his name. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even going to Michaelis. Michaelis, however you say. Not even going to take a stab at it. Safe to say. Yeah, and then that's... oh yeah, since July seventh, Flaherty has been amazing. Seven innings, one run, seven innings, one run, four and a third, no runs, six innings, two runs, seven zero, seven zero, seven zero, five one. Wow. Well, you just didn't trust me? You had to look it up? I trusted you. I just needed to see it for myself. That sounds like you don't trust me. Well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> oh, 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 Shaw, Shaw, brah. Um, I don't know. What if this becomes a huge dumpster fire and it's like Mets Brewers? Well, I mean, I mean, Mets will be good for national audience, but I don't think they're very excited. I guess you'll see Syndergaard or Degrom, depending on how the matchups line up. If you need, if you need Degrom at the end to get the wild card spot, you'll probably see Syndergaard. That'll yeah, be exciting. I, I think Mets are the team you don't want to see if you're the other team, because it doesn't. Yeah, if they need Syndergaard or Degrom to throw the night before to get him into that game, they're getting the other one the next day. Yep. And, I mean, I don't really want to face Marcus Stroman. Well, I mean, at the same time, I don't really want to face Max Scherzer. Patrick Corbin's had some good games lately, but he's also had some bad games. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. Don't forget Strasburg. Don't give me this Strasburg garbage. He's having a decent year, man. Cool. He's he's like Bryce Harper. He's, like, decent. Everyone's like, yeah, he's pretty good, man. I'm like, no, you know he's what? not. I think you just hate the Nationals. Every good player they've had, you're like, yeah, they're not that good. I like Anthony Rendon. Okay. Yeah, touche. Um, they still got Adam Eaton on that team. They do, and he's actually doing Gross. okay this year. Gross. <laughs> That's your AL Central hate right there. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I am a national hater. Strasburg's at a three six five ERA. Yeah. In this year, in this year of baseball, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is true. That is true. A lot of guys giving up a lot of dingers. I mean, do you know if Justin Verlander leads like is one of the top home run giver uppers? He in gave the up two more in their loss to the Tigers today. Which, by the way, the biggest upset in baseball history happened. Maybe we can talk about that next. But that's wild, dude. The Tigers are the only team eliminated from the playoffs. They right are now. the worst team in baseball. Yes. How they do that? Are they the worst team in baseball, or are they, they just are. that far behind? They are the worst team in baseball. Thirty-eight and eighty-six. Oh, wow. The Orioles have three more wins. Mm-hmm. Same amount of losses, though. Game and a half up, the Orioles are. Game and a half up. For the number one pick, that matters. Uh, one thing I will say is the Orioles are more games back than they have wins. <laughs> oh, was that the thing we were going to do? What? In the beginning of the year, our like Logan Morrison hits versus this team's wins. Was that what it was? Was Orioles wins versus games back? Was that what we decided? They are now 41 and 86, and the Orioles are 42 games back from the Yankees. Wow. Oh, they have also been eliminated. I don't. Was that what we decided? I think we decided something based with the Orioles. I remember that. Yeah, that sounds great. Want to just keep an eye on uh, how many games back versus how many wins they have? Was it Chris Davis hits versus Orioles wins? <laughs> it might have been that because he was hitless to start the year. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look that up in the break. 
I mean, he has more hits now. I guarantee it. He has more than 42 hits? I guarantee it. You sure? Nope, but I guarantee it. You're going to guarantee. <laughs> Not sure, but I guarantee it. All right, when we come back, we'll Can't have... you tell how sure I am? Yeah, when we come back, we'll have Mike's guarantee here on a short edition of the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Faces juiced in this Oakland-New York game, bottom five. Was nobody out. Chapman fouled out and Olsen fouled out. Thanks to the very large foul territory. Yeah, they're now talking about it. 40,700 feet of foul territory. Yes. 64 pop-outs induced by A's pitcher, most in the Major League Baseball. And, and oh, and an error from the shortstop, D.D. Gregorius, keeps everybody safe. That wasn't really an error. And was, a run for the A's. It was a tough, it was, they're going to give him a hit for that. You know they will. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know, what do we say in football? It stayed if in it the hit, infield. If it hits your hands, you gots to catch it. Stayed in the infield means it was only one run. If it hits your hands, you've got to catch it. And D.D. got a glove right there. He picks that up, plants. Goodbye. It's a good thing it hit his knee or else it was going into right field yeah. <laughs> or left field. Mm, hot baseball talk. So, Joe. Is this you, interesting to you? <laughs> Joe, you did a little uh, studying on Chris Davis's hits versus the Orioles' wins. And what did you come up with? I just want to tell you I guarantee it. And, uh, yeah, like uh, Men's Warehouse, Mike did guarantee it, and he was right, um, but not by a lot. 47 hits on the season to the Orioles' 41 wins. You're lucky Am because I? I don't see the Orioles getting six wins, seven wins Chris Davis going over, although it has happened <sighs> before. Am I lucky or am I correct? You are lucky. I'd say both. <laughs> I mean, I am I am correct. You're luckily correct. No, no you're not. <laughs> you're wrong, but right. But um, wrong. So that's not going to be a fun game. However, this game's back and game's one could be great. I think that is a good one, yeah. I mean, same with the Tigers. The Tigers are 38 wins and 37 and a half back. That would be – I'm sure it's happened before. I mean, when the Tigers were really bad in what was it, 04 or whatever, 05 or 03, 03 I think it was – I'm sure they were more games back than they had wins. I would argue that the Detroit Tigers being 37 and a half games back is worse than the Baltimore Orioles being 42 games back. Por qué? Because the Central is garbage. Like, Minnesota has 77 wins. The Yanks have the best record in the American League. So they understand the big difference. But they only have six more wins, right? 83 wins? Yankees? Yeah. So six, that's the, that's the difference right there. I hate you and your math. Don't talk to me that way. It's five and a half. What? Four and a half. What are you saying? The difference between games back between Baltimore and Detroit. is four and a half. I right. It's not six. Well, it's, that's a game and a half. It's basically the same thing. They're basically the same team. <laughs> Don't get mad at me over math. Come on now. You know they're basically the same team. I don't have anything to say. The Orioles are worse. I think they're a worse team than Detroit. Yeah. They can hit better, but everything else about them is a, an abomination. 
keep giving up home runs too. Their run differential is minus two fifty two. Yeah, I looked it up today. They had given up before today's games two thousand two hundred and eighty eight total bases in the entire season. Uh, who has the best uh, run dif- plus run differential in the American League? In the American League? Yes. It's a lot. It's by a lot. The Astros? Yes. Because their pitching is really good. Yep. 181. Minnesota, 148. Pretty Yankees, better than the Yanks. Yankees, oh, 145. 145. Okay. Not anymore. Uh, who's the worst here? Oof. Detroit, 242. Baltimore, 252. Yikes, bikes. Marlins, 155. Here's your division leaders in the National League. Atlanta, plus 71. St. Louis, plus 36. Chicago's right behind him at plus 72. Dodgers, plus 223. <laughs> we smash people. Jesus. Run scored 709 runs. Are they going to win the World Series this year? No, they're going to lose. 709 runs, not the most in baseball. No. Yankees, Twins, and Red Sox all have more. Yankees, Twins, and Red Sox all with bad starting pitching. Got it. Yeah. 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 All with bad starting pitching. Yep. Yankees have 749, Twins 740, Red Sox 735. Yeah. Dodgers 709. um, With a great starting pitching. Very good. Huynjin Ryu the god. Very good. Oh, dude. Kershaw's been pitching amazing lately. I know. You see that? He just throws junk, and he's like, what up? I'm back, baby. Although, who hit two home runs off of him yesterday? I don't know. I didn't see. Bo Bichette. Oh man, I'm gonna go see the Blue Jays on Saturday on Sunday. I think Blue Jays Mariners. Blue right? Jays Mariners. I'll be now, fun. Empty stadium, I imagine. Yeah. Talk about an exciting matchup. <laughs> well, no, it fourth won't, place in the AL East, and it won't be an empty last stadium. place in the AL West. It won't be an A stadium. Are the Blue Jays? It'll be full of <laughs> Blue Jays fans. <laughs> damn Canadians come down in droves for Mariners Blue Jays games. I'm going to see a bunch of Vladdy Jr. jerseys. Maybe I'll go up there in a Biggio jersey just to be the one guy that's not Vladdy Jr. Do you have an Astros Biggio jersey? No. Why you should I? go in an Astros one. An Astros Biggio? Yeah, don't buy a Blue Jays jersey. No, I'm not doing either. Go I'd have to go it. buy a Biggio jersey. You can get it online. You think Dusty Hera has a Biggio jersey? Probably. No, he's definitely like a Lance Berkman kind of guy. No, he's a Biggio guy. Okay. <laughs> he probably has a Biggio, at least a shirt jersey, a jersey. A jersey? Yeah. Rock a Biggio jersey. And then everyone's confused because Mariner fans hate you because you're wearing an Astro jersey. And then Blue Jay fans are like, what? <laughs> That's not our Biggio. It's like rocking a rockin wazoo colors at an Oregon UW game. Which you have done. Which I have done. Yeah. Yeah, what do I wear to this game? I think I just like, I don't know. You wear nothing. Yeah, I wear nothing. You go full nude. Go nude, baby. No, you wear like a regular shirt that you would wear, like a brewery shirt or something. Yeah, I guess so. It's it's very I, – I used to do this. I would wear team gear no matter what game I was going to. And I, I did it because I thought it was a requirement to wear something based around a team if you were going to a game. Right. And then I wore like a Clinton Portish jersey for the Broncos to a Bills-Bucks game when I was going to Syracuse. And I'm like, this is – why am I wearing a Clinton Portish jersey? This is stupid. <laughs> Why'd you buy a Clinton Portish jersey? I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah, I guess that's true. And he was good. But he got traded for Champ Bailey. Who I liked even more, but Portis was good when I got the jersey. Uh, and I just decided if I'm going to a game, not with my team, I'm not wearing a jersey that's – unless it's a, it's my team that's playing. I, I suppose that's fair. But I'm like not I, wearing my World Series Corey Kluber jersey. No, you're just wearing a shirt. Just Frankie go wear Lindor a regular shirt. shirt. Stop. Well, what kind of hat do I wear? Is that? I guess you could probably wear an Indians hat. That's like a little small nod to your team, but I don't know. Just 
wear normal everyday clothes <laughs> because you're not rooting for the Mariners or the Blue Jays. Yeah, I suppose. Over under, I stay for six and a half innings. Oh, you're not going to stay for the whole game? I got to drive back home, so I'm not going to get drunk. Still, it's baseball. And I'm going to spend like $8 on tickets. I feel like you should stay for the whole game. Cardinal rule of diehard baseball fan. You stay for the game. Okay. Don't leave. I just don't care. It's baseball. Of course you care. Don't be a bad baseball fan. Um, In the famous words of Mike Lynch. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I guess. I mean, we'll see. What if it's a great game? You can enjoy the entire game. What if, if there's it, a massive comeback? If it's a good game, I'm down. Ooh, we can, it's, it's probably close enough we can see who's pitching. Yeah, you will definitely see his pitching. All righty. As we stall, as I look this up. I don't know if there's any pitcher you want to see on either team at the moment. What if it's Felix Hernandez's last ever start? His first first game back from uh, his Long IL stint? Uh, as of right now, the Blue Jays are TBD because I don't think they know what starting pitching they have. Uh, as of right now, it would be Marco Gonzalez's turn in hey. the rotation. I guess it could be worse. You could be watching an opener. I could be wa- I could be watching a guy then win a start that day. Yeah, that's what happens when you're in last place. You still start Marco Gonzalez. He's <laughs> better than Jay Happ, I think. Yeah, the other day I was like, Marco, your Polo. turn. <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn. Uh, Yanks still losing 5-1 in the top of the sixth. So you've got that game on Espen if you want to catch the rest of that. Uh, Beers on Us drops tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Make sure to download that wherever you get your podcasts for a little fun oatmeal stout chatter between the two of us plus our beer of the week. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like maybe leave in the middle of the seventh inning. Traces. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.